Hey guys, just to let you know where you can find uh, me, well, it's easy to find me every Monday night at the Exchange, running open mic nights. Uh, list goes out at 7 o'clock. Music starts about 7.30. That's the Exchange uh, in Rockaway, 160 East Main Street. Come hang, come hang out with us real soon. Don't forget, you can find Dylan every other Wednesday night at Tavern Off the Green in Morristown. You can go to their, follow them on Facebook for every uh, open mic that happens. It's every other Wednesday. Did you have anything else you wanted to add to that? No, I think you nailed it. Okay, I'm getting. I'm seeing. There's a little bit of me bleeding into your mic. Well, that that's gonna happen. Yeah, I suppose. All right, so we're we're doing this now. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Ready? And... Yeah, guys, we're back. Uh, we're doing this. We're doing the show from uh, from my house, from my garage. Which I don't know. From a podcasting standpoint, it seems pretty fucking cliche, but whatever. It's the it's the space I have allotted to me in my house. So <laughs> we're moving into the real world of podcasting now. Yeah, right. We're in the, we're we're in the big leagues. Well, we're in the, like the AAA affiliate of the big leagues now. <laughs> yeah, look at that. We're moving. And oh man, speaking of sports, yeah. So. I've there's something I told you a long time ago, and it was never bet on baseball. Mm-hmm. And what did you do? I bet on baseball. Okay, yeah. I, I actually made a made a decision Friday night that I will never bet on baseball again because this season's been horrible to me. Yeah, well, there's too you know there's too much. What so what yeah. what what was your last straw? Uh, fuck, man, I don't even remember. I think uh, I don't know. It was something stupid. It was. I had like a four leg parlay, and like there were really easy ones, like one of the teams to win and three players to get a hit, which should have definitely happened, and one of the players just didn't get a hit. Uh, so and that, I was like, "Fuck this!" I, that's I hate parlays. I mm-hmm. hate parlays. It's just keep it, keep you playing. The odds, I know, I know. It's just keep. <laughs> it's keep you betting. Keep you betting. You can't just walk away. Mm-hmm. And there's what happened for me. And then the reason I always say this is why I don't bet on any sports, football, baseball, basketball, hockey, anything. There are way too many variables when you have that many egos involved Mm -hmm. and and human lives involved. And for me, it was, what was his name? Um, Shoot. A.J. Burnett. He was a pitcher for the Yankees. Oh, it's going to bug the shit out of me. I'm going to have to look at that. But yeah, there was a pitcher on the Yankees who, during their World Series run of 09... Uh, was also going through a terrible, terrible, terrible divorce. Yeah, A.J. Burnett was his name. He was going through a really rocky and rough divorce. And I don't know the full story of it, but I do know that he was he had a lot on his mind and on his plate. Mm-hmm. That, and he also had to go out and spin a gem with a two-seam fastball every three nights. And it was just a lot for him. So I'm betting on, I'm betting on the Yankees. And unfortunately, like three, three times in a row that I was betting the Yankees, Burnett was on the play, was at, was at the, was on the mound rather. And he, he, he got taken out in the third inning mm-hmm. at the, at the latest. I think the, yeah, the, the longest he went was three innings because he just, he didn't have it. Yeah. And he's a great pitcher. He had a great career. He, and he's a really nice guy, but he had a lot in his plate that year. And he had, and there were a lot of games that I just, I know his head wasn't in it. His mm-hmm. heart wasn't in it. And that's the thing. There's too much going on. You've got that many variables. You know, I'll bet on horses. I'll bet, you know, I think I might start betting on F1 because you you're doing pretty good. I am F1, doing pretty good with that. I'll bet on the horses every every once in a blue. Um, 
The thing is, too, like I actually watch Formula One. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't really watch other sports all that much. I I watch. I'm, I'm like a casual enjoyer of sports. I have like I have my teams, but they're you know. My, you know, there are not. They're going to be holes. They're not going to be holes on my wall every time the Yankees <laughs> lose. Because if that was the case after the All Star break this year, I wouldn't have a fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, they're bad. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, you know, you, yeah, you're you you've been an F one fan for a while, mm-hmm. and that's that's something I never really got into because to, to me it felt like this rich man's sport. I, yeah, I mean, I mean, it totally is. It's like it's like NASCAR with better cocaine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you break into it, and also just like going to a to a uh, to a race is really expensive too. I'll bet. So yeah, it is. It is like kind of kind of like a hoity toity thing, but it is really cool to watch. Like these guys are going two hundred miles an hour. Oh yeah, even more. Sometimes. Yeah, and and the, but the, and the thing is, so many variables have been taken out of that race mm-hmm. because you have to otherwise every time these guys start the motor they could they could just die <laughs> you know these machines have to run at peak performance mm-hmm. they are scientifically engineered there is a team of lunatics sitting gearheads putting these cars together yep. and maintaining them and the drivers are drilled and drilled and drilled and drilled and drilled and they practice all the time mm-hmm. you know so Variables just get taken out. So many variables get taken out of the equation. Not to say that you know a fellow can't just have a bad day. Yeah, and sometimes they do. Oh yeah, I mean you know everyone's allowed. Yeah, we're all allowed. I sometimes somebody will, will crash into somebody who yeah. would have been the winner, and like that's it for them. Yeah, and that's some knucklehead. Yeah, just because <laughs> one 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 bad turn, one bad turn, yeah. one guy fishtails just a little bit, and then there it goes. Mm-hmm. But. So much there's so much science that goes into that sport. So yeah, I could totally see. Yeah, I, I I'd throw money at that. Yeah, I throw I throw I throw some I throw like fifty bucks, sixty bucks on a race and mm-hmm. just see what the hell happened. Yeah, why the fuck not? Why not? Um, but yeah, I don't know. Let me know. I'll, I'll be your bookie next weekend for sure. <laughs> yeah, totally. I got I got I got stuff from the tip can from last night. You could just you oh. could just take like forty bucks off the top and see what happens. Actually, if I give you my referral code i think we get free money Ooh, so, ooh free money yeah so listeners Keep out you there at the table if you want to get into the table if you want to get into FanDuel, let me know we can get some <laughs> FanDuel, money bro friend <laughs> i said oh my god I, like i won't name names but i was i was one uh, i was working at uh, a bar that recently closed so that could be one of four in morris county that, that you know of yeah you're okay you're right um but one of the managers he had, like it was like his third week and he's walking around trying to get every busser, every server, every bartender to jump with him on FanDuel so he can get this referral code. Because oh, every time he refers somebody, he gets $500. He's like, oh, I'm going to clean up. I'm like, and it's just, it was so annoying. It was like, yeah. it was like, it was like the first time I was at a party and somebody had cocaine. <laughs> and I don't like, I don't do that, but like, just watching this guy walking around like, oh, come on, man, I got some cocaine. You want to do cocaine with me? Come on, let's do cocaine. I'm like, what? Why is he? Why wow. is he talking to everybody? He wanted to share. He he yeah. want he wanted to he wanted as many people to do cocaine with him as possible so he can get money together to buy more cocaine. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's the feeling I got when I watched this guy just, just scream, <laughs> screaming about his. I don't know, you know, I think it was MGM, but I don't think it was FanDuel. It was MGM or yeah. something. One of them, because there's so many online betting there partners are a lot, now. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. You know, 
It's it's. Uh, yeah, that's just uh, that's not a good look. It's this uh, it's this odd wild west of the internet mm-hmm. that's just kind of opened up as online gambling. You know, like people are just going out there and throwing cash. And I play online poker, but not for money. Right. It's just kind of just because it's just a way to kill time while my kid takes a nap, and it's fun. And you know, from when I started with like I think I started with a hundred thousand dollars in chips they just give you. Mm-hmm. I'm at nine and a half million now. Woo! All right. And I've been playing it for like six months. I'm an okay. I'm an okay card player. But I would say so. But because it's free money. And no one cares because it's fake free money. There's so many schmucks that just go all, like, they'll just push all in, push all in, push all in, push yeah, all I in, guess. push all in. Yeah. So, like, it's kind of easy for me to hang back. Mm-hmm. I, don't I don't know. Gambling. Why are we still talking about gambling? Aren't, I don't know. Aren't we musicians? It is fascinating. <laughs> aren't we musicians? <laughs> Not anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> Gamblers Anonymous would be the next, <laughs> next fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be coming to you from like two tin cans and a, and a, and a, and a transistor transistor radio because I had to hawk all of my gear that I just bought to pay off <laughs> to pay off my my new loan shark uh, Paco. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, we uh, we are musicians, huh? Yeah, we sure are. Um, that's something that uh, we've been doing for a while. But you've also been uh, you've been kind of dipping your toes into the stand up comic universe, yeah. which is pretty cool. It's it's fun. It's uh, it's scary. Yeah. Have you um? Cause you've come down to the X a couple of times, mm-hmm. and you've had some good nights, and you've mm-hmm. had some okay nights. I've had some okay nights. Yeah, you're not but gonna be good all the you time. You know, like you know, no, you know, you're not Dave Chappelle. Yeah. You're not just gonna come out the gate and nail it. And right. even he had some rough nights after that first one. But <laughs> oh, like, you know, yeah, everybody does. It's just kind of par for the course, isn't it? Yeah, it's fun. It's something something new to new to try. Mm-hmm. You know, I um, I forget why I even like wanted to try it. Just something new. Well, you had um, you met you've been mentioning Chris Gethard a lot, yeah. Before you kind of got the gumption to do this, I think it was. I think I think it was kind of just because you were listening to a lot of his podcasts. He's got a good show. Yeah, I think I got a, a little bit of inspiration. We're gonna from we're gonna, him. we're gonna plug him because yeah, he needs it. I actually um, <laughs> I have talked to him. Yeah, that's right. You got to meet him. I did, and he's a very sweet guy. And you were dressed as. Robin Williams and Peter Pan. And Hook. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then I saw him again in Mars Plains weeks weeks later. It was funny. He was like, "Oh, it's nice to see you in your street clothes." Nah. <laughs> what was he? One guess were you wearing your 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 white blouse button with like just the first two buttons done, like at the bottom? <laughs> no, like, no. Which 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 prints look were you going for that? <laughs> I forget what I wore. It where was, where was he? Was, was he at, was he, at, was he at Tiff's? Yeah, he was at Tiff's. Cool. They they they. Still it was do... great. He was he was trying out um some some new material and it was really really funny. I think I think I think he's probably a little responsible for you getting that stand up bug. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, definitely. A little, a little bit. Yeah, he's really funny. I like his stuff. You know, you know what it was? Yeah, it actually was him because on one of his podcasts, he was talking to somebody who like wanted to try stand up and he's like, I, I think I don't know, I'm scared. And he was like, just do it. Because if you don't, you're never gonna know. And it's like, oh yeah, duh. Yeah. I so, mean try something. That's something I've been telling people for years. I mean, like there's so many folks that come to the open mic and don't play. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. Why? I know. I say that What's, to people what at is open stop, mic too. What is stopping you? What is stopping you, man? You've got 
you know, you've got a very friendly crowd here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, a, it's an important thing as an open mic host, and you know this, is to cultivate a friendly crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, and you don't want to encourage, you know, bad talk, you know? Yeah. And we were talking about this before we started recording, but like, you know, don't talk while people are performing because, because come on, man. Like, yeah. Save your jokes for while I'm plugging in the next guy. You got like five minutes in between that, in between acts while I unplug and plug in people and, and do my, and do my job. That's when you can talk. But for that 10, 15 minutes, let the person play. Yeah. I, I mean, really, like, I don't know. If you're, if you're at a, you know, most of the time it's at a bar, right? Yeah. So people are going to talk, but like something happened to me the other day. If I'm like clearly watching my friend play, can you please shut up? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you know, it's, it's, it's not unfair. It's not, a, it's not a rude question. You know, it's really simple. Just, mm-hmm. you know, we're trying to create a listening space. And, you, and, you know, and some of these people that are talking and talking are, are other performers. Mm-hmm. It's like, you'd like to think we're listening when you're up there, right? So shouldn't you be listening when other people are up there? I'm oh, just, yeah. You know, just, Waxing the nah, here. Nah, I'm just saying. I'm people, just saying. Man. Devil's advocate here. You know? People. I'm not going to single out any any one person um, for this because it's not fair and it's just no. and, and it'd be rude. But people make just kind of just too. kind of a broad stroke and like and I'm I've been guilty of it too and I'm the host. You know, <laughs> but you know it's just kind of a broad stroke reminder to folks attending open mic nights. Just you know, listen, listen. Yeah. You know, and if you have to, have, if there's something you want to say, go fuck outside. You know, go outside and don't live out there, but, you know, make your fucking point and, and get on with it. Or just, you know, wait, wait for the breaks. There's lots of breaks. There's lots of breaks. I got 15 people on the list. That's, you know, a lot of breaks mm-hmm. where you can just say what the fuck you want and then move on. I don't know. Just wax intellectual. Yeah. The golden rule. Yeah. Treat others as you want to be treated. Yep, everything I need to know I learned in kindergarten. Yeah. It's true. Learn how to wipe your own ass in kindergarten? Uh, no, I didn't learn that in kindergarten. <laughs> that, was, that was something that was taught at home. <laughs> <laughs> Loudly. <laughs> You're doing it wrong! <laughs> oh, boy. I had a, I had a kid at, at OMS a couple weeks ago. Or I guess it was a couple months ago at this point. He he had to, you know, he had to do number two. And uh, so I'm like, oh, okay, you can, you can use the bathroom. And I had to show him where the bathroom was. And he's like, can you help me when I'm done? And I'm like, no. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely that's, not. That's the line. Luckily, <laughs> yeah. his mom is right out in the lobby. So I was like, no, I can't do that. But I'll, I'll go tell your mom. You just... Do your thing, and she'll be here soon. <laughs> Boy, how oh, old? My God. How old? Uh, this, I think this kid was four. Oh wow! Okay, all right. Yeah, that's. All right. Yeah, I mean, if you, like if you had if you had said seven, <laughs> I would no. I would I would want to like I would want to cancel that kid's <laughs> lessons for the rest of the year. Um, but four. Okay, yeah, all right. That tracks. Yeah. That tracks. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. You know, I figure I'm gonna have to be wiping my kid's butt till she's about. Four, and then she'll figure it out. <laughs> around, hopefully, you know, around that time, she'll at least start to catch on. Mm-hmm. You know, and we, you know, she, when she sees how many pairs of underwear get thrown out because mm-hmm. I'm not washing that. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> We've got some good guests coming up this this uh, this season. I guess we we'll got? call it. Well, first comes to mind is Christopher Hoyle. Right on. And I'm holding in my hand uh, a draft of a series that he is writing that he will either become a podcast or maybe a television show, which I'm trying to tell him that those really don't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it's called North Jersey Detectives, and he's he's been he's flattered me and a few of our of our friends in the North Jersey music scene by uh creating one of uh, one of the characters, one of the many characters in, in my likeness and one in Dylan's likeness and um, one in Patty Kay's likeness. I don't know if you guys know Patty Kay. He's a good dude. Um, but yeah, um, there's a handful of musicians that are playing characters in this detective drama. And I've read this draft and I've got new pages I have to go through, but the first 26 pages that I've read um, are pretty fucking funny. Cool. So I'm I'm really looking forward to to how this thing ends, and I really can't wait to have Christopher Hoyle in here because he's he's an interesting cat. He's actually he's originally from uh, the Detroit area. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and then he's, uh, he moved out this way when he was a kid and grew up in in Jersey, and uh, and he's an entertainer. He's a he he runs an improv class. He's um he's yeah he's an actor, voice actor, and a and a heck of a musician and and. And songwriter and storyteller, and he's just a funny guy. And he's I also a very good host, open mic host. Yeah, uh, when I stopped, when I, when I stopped hosting at Paragon, um, which is uh, Paragon Tap and Table down in Clark, New Jersey, it's right off the Parkway, uh, exit one thirty-five. I'll give him a plug. I love that spot. Um, but uh, Christopher Hoyle lives in Cranford. It's not too far from there. And he was, I met him at that open mic when I was running it. Oh, and he 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 was there. Pretty much every week, unless he had something going, he was there every Wednesday that I was there, and he's just got you know he's got one of those velvet voices, and he's such a he's such a nice guy. When I, whenever I needed coverage at Paragon, and it became more frequent as the baby got uh, to be you know closer to being a reality and mm -hmm. you know actually being born and stuff, um, Chris Chris would guest host for me, and he did a great job. So when I finally had to cut that show loose because I couldn't do the commute. Um, I was glad to give it to Chris, and he's done a great job with it. And he's gotten, he's had so many weirdos <laughs> come through that door, and so many great. And I mean, I I say that in the nicest way possible. I really do. Oh yeah, we're all weird. We're all man. fucking weird. Oh my god, it's so part of this job is to be fucking weird. And Chris is totally on board with it, and he totally <laughs> will will he'll, he will he will subscribe to your philosophy as long as as long as he needs to to get you to make you feel comfortable <laughs> in that room he's a good person and he's a really entertaining fellow so he's gonna be one of he's gonna be one of our first guests and um a, a, a young friend of mine uh her name's gabby toledo i don't know if you've ever met her she's from dover i have not she's younger than us uh she's only i think 20 21 She's just, I think she's just finishing up college, but oh. she's, she's a singer songwriter and she's been going to school in the city and playing shows in the city and making a name for herself and hitting and, and doing pretty, pretty darn well for herself. Cool. Well, um, that's, that's the time to do it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. She's, she's, you know, she's striking while the iron's hot. She's just so, and she's got such an amazing booming voice. She's just such a, she's such a cool person. Um, and I met her at one of my open mic nights when she was 14. I think 14 or 15. Wow. And 
I was floored to hear that this big voice come out of such a, a small person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, she's very small in stature, but she has just, she's got such an amazing register and range. Um, I, we're, we're going to get, we're going to have her in on for the show for sure. We're going to have some return guests like, uh, George Orlando is going to come back. Oh. We're also going to get Steve Hogan. Hogan oh. Hogan's coming in. James Hayden's coming back in. You know, what's funny. You know, it just popped into my head. I remember, I remember seeing him do a talent show at our elementary school <laughs> and he sang on Moonlight Bay. I saw that on that, VHS. That's a memory I have. I saw that on, on tape because his dad or his mom or somebody in his family t- uh, taped it. And then we watched it the, um, that year on his birthday. Oh, how embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> he was quite proud of it. Oh, good. He was quite proud. Good. <laughs> oh, James Hatem. I love that kid so much. Ugh, I hate watching family videos. Oh, me too. Every time you know my have... sister comes into Dude. town, she always wants to watch it. And I'm like, so, no, no, I'm like, no. You guys, you do that. I don't need to. I don't need to. A few months, like a month ago, month and a half ago, um, a fellow, a friend of mine, uh, he's a actor, uh, director he's doing off I think it's an off, he's doing an off-broadway show right now he's directing an off-broadway show his name's Rob Nicholson Rob Nicholson really nice guy he was in when I was 17 I was in a production of Grease at the Rockaway Town Square Playhouse where the that that children's theater is now the old church at the top of the hill oh yeah okay and uh, it was the Rockaway Town Square Playhouse I made so many memories there I had so much fun there and I and <laughs> um Rob still has a copy or or somebody uploaded a copy of this of the of the of the of the show that like you know somebody had recorded and, and videoed mm-hmm. and I know, I know who recorded it actually it was my friend Greg who played Danny Zuko his father works for ABC so he had really good camera equipment oh hell yeah so he recorded it and it's on YouTube I'm not going to like give you guys the link but <laughs> So a month and a half ago or so, Rob Nicholson, who was in the show with us, um, found it again and like tagged me in it and posted it on my Facebook page. And I'm like, and like part of me was like, do I, you know, cause I have the thing, you know, it's like, you know, you can't just tag me and it's on my, it, it, it hits my wall. Like I have to, I have to approve it before I add it. Yeah. I do that too. Cause yeah, you gotta, otherwise you're just going to get inundated with bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I thought about it. I mulled it over for good a good ten minutes before I clicked okay, and I let those links go through. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I'm like a hundred pounds heavier. <laughs> I was seventeen. I was a fat boy. Um, I was like, no, I was like probably like sixty pounds heavier, maybe seventy pounds heavier. So I was a big fucking boy. All right, all right. Um, but you can hear me, and like, yeah, you know, it was a good show. We had a good time. So I was like, yeah, you know what. If anyone wants to see this and laugh and, and have a laugh at my expense at it, fine. Fine. That's great. Luckily for me, I guess it didn't hit the algorithm. So if you want to <laughs> no, find I haven't it, seen so it. if you want to find it, you gotta scroll. <laughs> I actually have a new hobby. It's really, really fun. Every time I'm on Facebook, which which isn't often. So like only if I'm having a smoke or like I'm taking a dump or something, mm-hmm. or like trying to ignore somebody at the bar and I'm scrolling through the thing. <laughs> I hide every single ad that I see. I press the X on all the ads because I hate ads. 
I'm sick of ads. You know, I'm sick of ads. I don't mind the ads. I don't. I honestly don't, because like, I don't know. Eventually, hopefully, we might get a sponsor or five. No, that's true. And then we're gonna have ads. So I'm okay with it, listeners. <laughs> if you happen to own a business and you'd like us to advertise your show, just let me know. Anyway, um, I promise I won't hide. I don't what, hide what, all. What, what pisses I me say off? I hide everyone. If, what, if I see something that I do like, right? I don't. Hide like, that what, one. what what takes me off is seeing the political ads. I and actually don't get those. I, I, you know, it's probably because I still follow a few. Um, like I'm following John Fetterman, who's running for Senate in Pennsylvania. Just because I I've admired this guy's entire career, he was the he was the mayor of Braddock, PA. He helped turn it around, and get it on the back on back on track. Really cool guy. Um, I totally endorse this dude. I would like if if my if my opinion counted for fucking anything, <laughs> and someone was like, "Who do you think should be the senator? Should be Doctor Oz or or John Fetterman?" Oh, Christ, yeah, Christ on a shingle. <laughs> it should never be Doctor Oz. It should never ever be Doctor Oz for anything. I wouldn't ask that guy to be my veterinarian for my cat for my cat that I don't even like. Okay, I would rather I would rather Doctor Nick Riviera remove my gallbladder than Doctor Oz. Is that the guy from The Simpsons? Yes. <laughs> Hi everybody. Hi Doctor Nick. Oh folks, today we're removing the gallbladder. Oh, the lever. Oh, I thought he needed that. <laughs> oh, they got a new one. Oh, boy. Yeah, oh, I, boy. I, oh, my God. That's an odd tangent we just went off on. But yeah, um, no, as far as the ads on Facebook, I, like, I, I, I like, ads make the world go round, you know? Yeah. I mean, part, I'm, part I'm of not it. like fighting, you know, I'm not doing anything. I'm not making a difference. Yeah. But I mean, and, it's like, there's fun not, to and, do. It, no, it's, I could see it as being a fun hobby. Like, I remember, um, it's one of, one of one of the things I always do anytime I go to a diner is I scour the placemat for anyone who's got the balls to put their face on oh. my placemat. Yeah, you want to advertise your company or whatever, your auto body shop, fine. Put a race car on your thing. You want to be law firm, put the little put a scale. Put the scale. Or like, you know, the, the woman holding up the scales of justice with the with the blindfold. Have mm-hmm. that be your ad. No, Mark J. Brenner, Esquire. I can't stand <laughs> yeah, I know that, I know I, that guy's face. I can't stand that guy's face. I don't you know what <laughs> I and like I'm sure he's a very nice person, whatever. But like just he's got this it's a bad haircut and I would tell I would tell it to his face. It's a bad haircut. <laughs> and and he needs to and he needs to not just fire his photographer, but sue his photographer. <laughs> For lot for like libel slander, whatever you can go after him for, because it's just a bad picture. It's just a very bad picture. So anytime I see a picture of a person's face on a on a placemat in a in a diner, I grab my fork and I just cut it off. <laughs> I don't want you looking at me while I'm eating. I don't want you looking at me while I'm eating, and especially if you have a bad haircut. You know? Hey, that's fair. I think so. I don't like them staring at me. I'll actually avoid like because there'll be those ads in a shop. Never you, thought of it that way. Like you, you go to a shopping cart, and at like at like a grocery store, and there'll be that there'll be an ad on, oh, yeah. on the on the back yeah, of it. Yeah. And if it's somebody's face, I'll go for another shopping cart. I will skip that one altogether. I don't blame you because I don't want you looking at me. I don't like that. I don't, I like I, I I get it. Like a a billboard, I pass. Mm-hmm. Your face is on it. Okay, you've 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 violated my eyeballs for four seconds, and we're done. We're done. We don't have to. We don't have to talk about it ever again. But no, I'm going to be sitting here eating, and you're just going to be staring at me the whole fucking time that I'm eating this totally sad, depressing meal that I shouldn't be having at two o'clock in the morning. You know? Yeah. 
No, I don't want you looking at me. No, with your sober eyeballs. No, no, fuck you. <laughs> the balls on you to think that you that you should be looking at me while I'm eating disco fries and a, and a Taylor ham egg and cheese on a hard roll and and a milkshake at two o'clock in the morning after drinking all night and playing a show at Hoover's. You think I really want to look at you, Mark J. Brenner Esquire? <laughs> Esquire, really? Who knighted you? <laughs> Speaking of disco style, have you ever had a disco burger before? Mm-hmm. Morristown awesome. Diner does the disco burger too. I think. Oh, okay. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really eat uh, beef anymore. I mean, I still do, but I shouldn't because it gives me gives me the shits. But... You know, I I've been doing the same thing. I'm like limiting my red meat intake, mm-hmm. which sucks because I fucking love it. But, I know. Um, it's one of the reasons I like I like I'm really glad I have my residency at Salt for the next few months. Because I'm, I'll basically wait for my red meat meal until I get to salt and I get a burger. Oh, that's fun! It's so good. It's so fucking good. And yeah, I'm to- like, yeah, this is a- another plug. I look another fucking advertisement in the middle of your goddamn show. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, close. I'm totally up. Like Salt Gastro Pub on 206 in Stanhope is that's the best fucking burger, bar none, in North Jersey. There's nothing better. It's so goddamn good. But like I, it's it's like I know that I can't, I shouldn't be eating red meat that often, so I'll put that I'll put it off as long as possible, and it happens to me my Saturday nights, and I and like I'll play the gig, and Lori comes up to me every night and every Saturday night, and she looks at me, what can I get you? I'm like why do we even ask me this question? I've <laughs> been doing this, for, I've been playing here for a while, and now that I've started the residency, it's like I look at her like I'll have the usual. She's like, burger, right? I'm like yeah, cheddar <laughs> cheese. No tomato. You got it. Oh, you're not a tomato guy, huh? <laughs> not, I'll, tomatoes, to me, it's really, it's got to be like, if I'm going to eat a tomato, like it's like a, 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 with a slice of mozzarella, with some salt, a little balsamic vinegar. Oh, it's nothing better. Yeah, it's delicious. Or, and it, like, I'm making a nice bolognese on Tuesday. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Tomatoes are great when they're smashed into things and like turn into pastes or sauces or gravies or whatever the fuck you want to call them. But like... On a whole, a tomato, it's like by its, like I couldn't like just sit there and eat a tomato. Oh, I totally could. I don't know. By I itself. love tomatoes. Nah. Mm. If I had to choose to have a burger with tomato or lettuce and not both, I would choose tomato. See, I, I go lettuce. And I here's the thing about lettuce, and this is another, like, another reason I love this burger. <laughs> it's not like a big slab of romaine lettuce. Put on top of my burger. Oh, they shred it. Oh yeah. Oh. And that's so clutch. I I can't understand why any kitchen in the world, when 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 someone orders a burger, why would you think that just a slab of lettuce, like a shitty toupee, <laughs> on top of this fucking sandwich makes sense? Why aren't we chopping that shit up? Why don't you chop that shit up, Wendy's? What the fuck is your problem, Wendy's? Mm. You give me this just chunk of lettuce. Then, like, I take a bite of my sandwich, and it slides out. And then I have to reconstruct the whole fucking thing yeah. because of this fucking lettuce. You, I took the onions out with it. It just slid out like a like a junk drawer hitting the ground. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just, why would you do this? Why, why not? Why not take the extra fucking 30 seconds out of the shift and have one guy just sit there and go, chop, 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 and throw it into a bin? Yeah, that'd be great. You'd have a big basket of them and just... Yeah, that's why sub sandwiches are so good. Mm-hmm. You never walk, you never go into a deli and you get a and you get like a turkey sub, and they and like you know they slice the the, the turkey, they slice the provolone, mm-hmm. and then they 
what, put a giant slab of cabbage on that? No, no. There's a trough <laughs> of shredded lettuce, and it's like shoestring shredded. Uh-huh. It's so thin. It's like, that's what, that's, yeah, that's when I lettuce like that. is good. That's like when that. lettuce is good. Yeah. But no, I can't, I can't fucking stand that. I can't stand when it's just this chunk of lettuce on top of a burger. Every chef listening to this, home chef or professional and anything in between, if you're hearing this, stop it. <laughs> Nobody likes it. It doesn't present well. I actually kind of like it. I don't. And you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. You're just wrong. Okay. I can live with that. <laughs> Anytime you come to one of my barbecues, shredded lettuce, right? Uh, yeah, you're right. Yep. You're right. Good burger, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's great. It's all part of the yeah, texture. This, this guy knows. Just this saying. guy knows how yep. to do it. If you, if, you, if you ever see me in person, you know I know how to eat food. <laughs> so uh have you been writing any new songs i've got i've got like four that i haven't started recording on yet but we're close we're cool. close um i just i don't know i just honestly haven't had the 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 time and like the you know the bandwidth in my brain Ooh, we went to sleep on the computer. Is that going to be a problem? Nah, it no, we're probably be. good. Um, um, oh, what the fuck is that? Oh. It's an ad. ad. See, <laughs> fucking ads popping up on our on our fucking computer, and we're <laughs> offline. We're <laughs> offline. Oh shit, we're not offline. Oh, uh, the Wi-Fi kicked on. Don't worry about it. Doesn't yeah, matter. It doesn't doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter. But um, um, no, I've just been so busy getting this house together. Mm-hmm. Um, since since my fiance and I bought this place, um. It's just been, you know, kind of just working on putting it together, making it our own, you know. Oh, it's so nice. You get to smoke in here, prick. Yeah, I got the robot dick. <laughs> Sucking the robot dick. <laughs> no, but I, I just haven't, I haven't had the time to, to get the, to start recording anything. Like, and like, we just, mm-hmm. like, we just got this interface set up like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, like, I've, I've literally only hung one panel of soundproofing in here. <laughs> <laughs> Swear it's to Christ, start. it's you one. You gotta start somewhere. It's one. It's great. It's just this little black diamond sitting on our fucking in the, in the corner of my house. But uh, it's doing. I think it's doing something. Let's see. Hey, you hear that pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not any, I'm not hearing any echo. This is the, the garage is pretty full of crap. I don't really feel I need to soundproof too much. Mm. Just a little bit. So we'll go little by little. Yeah, exactly. And you know, you could you could say the same thing about recording stuff too. Just make a little demo here and there. You yeah, it doesn't just, have to be perfect. The I first just have time. I just haven't had the time to get everything set up to do things like right, that. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're just getting down to recording this this bit of nonsense just now, mm-hmm. and hopefully, you know, you'll delete that last like seventy five ninety seconds of of, of just gibberish because that was worthless. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> have you uh, have you been working on anything new? Um, I'm waiting to get a my my newest recordings mastered, um, which has been kind of kind of annoying. Mm. Uh, but yeah, the, the the recordings are done. It just needs to be mastered, and then I will have a new EP. Right on. Yeah. You know What's what the runtime so is on five? It? Yeah, it's five songs. What's the runtime? Uh, just over twelve minutes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what do you charge for that? I was surprised myself. I don't know. <laughs> that's that's going to be something to think about. Five? Wow. 
you know what I'm gonna? What Would you I'm just at? write like fifties doo-wop songs? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're they're do like I had sex in second grade. Boom. No, that's the end of the song. <laughs> no, they're like hard and fast, like punk kind of metal things. Right on. And actually, what I'm gonna do is um. So it's just cephalopods again? Yes. Nice. And I didn't I didn't put out a physical release for my last EP. And that is side A. Ah. And this one is side B. So now I'll put them together, and now I can justify however much I want to charge for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Side A is longer than side B. But, well, but yeah, they, they, they go together. You'll see. Right on. That's excellent. You know, the, uh, the Naughty G's, uh, they put out, um, they put out uh, an LP. Did they not? Uh, gosh. Earlier this year? Yeah, earlier this year. Um, and it's really good. Uh, it's what's called set sale, I think. Hmm. I think it's what it's called. Um, sex sale. Set sale. Oh, get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> what are you, Protestant or something? <laughs> Pervert. <laughs> no, it's it's really good. Um, uh, it's it's. I don't know if it's available on vinyl yet, but it's definitely set up where there's a side A and a side B. Oh, cool. And it's like I've like I've listened to that. I've listened to it. Um, on digital copy, dozens of times since it came out. It's very good to to just sit and listen to something start to finish. Which is like, I don't think that I think that's something people don't do enough anymore. Is just listen to an album in its entirety. We like yeah. we've gotten so used to just like cherry picking what we like, and and then throwing away what we don't like. But like list like if the album's really good, then even that song you don't like, as much as the song before it or after it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's important, you know, like totally, you know, like you know, there's been so many great story albums, but set like the Naughty G's really, it tells a really cool story, and hmm. it, you know, it's it's really good, it's really really good, and you know, um, I, I can't wait to talk to them about what their next thing's gonna be. They've been on TV since the last time we saw them. What? They've been to, they've played Bonnaroo. Oh, since we've seen them, oh, yeah. they have done some really cool shit. Since we've seen them. And the last time we saw them was the holiday special. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. It was two, that was two and a half years ago. Yeah. God damn. Right? I gave them presents. They felt so happy. They had beer. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Did they have beer? I think they did have beer. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They like a beer. A beer. Because they're all like health nuts now. <laughs> Which, if you're that active on the road, it makes sense. Yeah, because you can so. fall. Well, it's easy. It's easy to fall into the trap of just fast food and run, fast food and run. Yeah. And they're on the road. They're on the road like three hundred nights of a year. So easier to, you know, it's easier to fall into that rut. So they're staying healthy. And like, I kind of hate them about it because what the hell, man? What? No, you're not gonna have a cheeseburger? <laughs> what? No, no cheeseburgers? But like, cheeseburgers are so good. They are. They're delicious. But if you're like me, they might give you diarrhea. Yeah, you know what? That's just something you can, I can power through that. Yeah, I don't. I, you know, I don't want like, to talk about it too much. But you, well, know, like, you, you like, get it over with quick, and it's yeah, done. Yeah, like oh, rough, you know, rough morning. <laughs> but man, that cheddar cheese on that burger was so, so worth good. it, and so worth it because in that moment, it's delicious. So, do you have any um, other than the open mic? Do you have any gigs coming up? We don't. Me and the me and the marmalade boys don't really um, 
we don't really play at a lot of the places that we used to because they don't want loud music anymore. Yeah. Have you uh, noticed that? Oh, fully. Yeah. Um, it's since since lockdown got lifted. You know, most of my most of my shows have been like six six o'clock to nine o'clock, seven to ten. Um, but like the the far and few betweens. You know, like very rare occasions, like when we did, like after lockdown, it wasn't it wasn't Spanakopa to full band, mm-hmm. but we played Hoover's, and that was the first time that like I had, I had a gig that started before eight o'clock. Yeah, right. And it was weird. It felt weird. I've kind of I, I've kind of gotten used to it. I'm kind of okay with doing acoustic solos and duos and trios and shit. It's like six o'clock to nine o'clock, or like a Sunday show mm-hmm. with a full band outside. I'm like okay with it. Like a, like a, like a show that ends early. I'm kind of okay with it. You know, the late night gigs are just. I don't know. I got a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I got a baby. I got to wake up the next day and like do things and be responsible for a human life. I can't be out till three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning anymore. Oh God, yeah, like at least four o'clock most of the time. Yeah, I mean, like, well, your, your tavern gigs, like, you don't get done there till like what one, one thirty? No, they they always ended at one. Um, yeah, but you're like they, they ended at one. That means you still have to like pack up the fucking gear. Yeah, and we're, load we're it quick out. about it though. So yeah, yeah, it wasn't, that's, that's it wasn't good. the whole thing. That's good, but still, like, like it's like you know, it's like it's oh, you're done. The show's done at one. You're gonna be home by one thirty. Yeah, there's no fucking chance. There's no chance. You know, it's that's a late night, uh-huh. and like I don't know, it, it's. Yeah, part of it's me getting older. Part of it's me being a dad now. But like, I don't know when the lock. Like, I don't know. Unless the money got better, I don't want to be out that late. Mm-hmm. I think I think the money should be more if I'm going to be out that late. Like, oh, if, totally. If they want to book Spanakopita for like a nine o'clock start or a ten o'clock start or what, like an eleven o'clock, okay, fine. But that's going to be two fifty a man. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't be surprised at least if uh, a lot of places are booking duos and like acoustic trios or whatever because they cost less mm-hmm. that might be part of it it's absolutely part of it it's absolutely fucking <laughs> part of it you kidding me it's all about the dollars mm-hmm. it's always been about the dollars so why should that change you know we're we're musicians the price the, the price of to pay a musician has always been about a hundred bucks a guy and that that's been the price since like 1978 yeah cost of beer went up cost of liquor went up gas went up everything else went up Still gonna pay that guy the same amount of money yeah. to play piano in my bar. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Fucking fascist. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, what else could we talk about? I think we're hitting the end of the rope here. Yeah, yeah, we're getting we're I'd getting say about we're, there. I'd say we're about there. Yeah, how you feeling? You good? Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, a little bit hungover. I kind of want to turn that box fan on and open the garage door. <laughs> it's getting a little stuffy in here. <laughs> yeah, <coughs> yeah I, uh, I stayed out too late and woke up too early, but uh, I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling better now. That happens. You know, I do, I do want to, uh, just for a second, I want to talk about um, my gig last night. Tell us about it. Well, I was at, at, it was, we're, we're recording this on a Sunday. Last night I was at, I was at Salt, and the first... Like 25 minutes of my first set, nothing sounded right. I was like chasing a gremlin <laughs> through the soundboard. I plugged in the channel two because channel one wasn't working. Channel two worked for like 30 seconds and then everything went quiet. And I was in the middle of the song. Oh no. So, like, 
what do you like what do i do i don't have a sound engineer it's just me so like i'm like and i'm like i'm like a you know i'm a fifth of i'm a fifth of the way through this song and it just so i just start playing louder mm-hmm. and the first like five tables could hear me and i stopped and like switched to another channel and that worked channel four worked okay cool start playing and like a minute into this into the song everything goes quiet damn it and i'm like oh damn gremlin so then i just said screw it i went all the way to the other side of the board I went channels <laughs> channel eight click and it worked i was like okay good and then so like that first half hour of my first set was tr- to me sounded really bad and i felt bad for the patrons and they were so kind people were still clapping like like they, mm-hmm. they, can, they can kind of see like it wasn't my fault yeah it was just oh just they could just see it was like you know it's me fighting with with this with the board and the system, and um, when I when I finally got it done, like fixed, I was like, okay, cool. Now let's do an actual first set. So my first set started at six o'clock, and didn't end till like eight o five. Woo! Because I spent the first half an hour chasing down a goddamn gremlin through the board, mm. <laughs> and I got him. Fuck, I got him. And so I was like, all right, well now that I'm doing this, I'm just gonna just keep playing. So I played a, a two hour first set. I haven't played a two-hour first set in, oh, God. Yeah, holy smokes. At least, smokes. like, three years. That is, that's a serious thing. Yeah. Um, I think it was, yeah, Inlet, I was at the Inlet Cafe, like, down in the Atlantic Highlands. I, do, I, would, do, I would do these early shows on, on Friday nights, like a four, like a happy hour, four o'clock to eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, there was, that was a spot that, like, it was, like, that was where I would do a two-hour two hour first set. To keep them there through happy hour. That makes sense. Can't take a break until halfway through happy hour. Because then they'll buy another beer. And then I can take a break, smoke a cigarette, come back, plug in. And they, oh, oh, I just got this beer. Oh, okay. <laughs> keep them there. Keep uh-huh. them there. You know? Keep them there. That's the whole name of the game. Strategy. Asses in seats, dude. Mm-hmm. Asses in seats. That's the name of the game. That's how, that's, that's how you get asked back to other, you know, to spots. When people hang out and stick around for your show, when you've got asses in seats, you know bar gigs, they're not charging for tickets. They ah. just want people to stick around and have at least three rounds. They want to see that ass. They want that ass in that seat. Word. <laughs> Ma, I think we're at the end. Yeah, I think we did. I think we're at the end. Well, this has been. This maybe has been uh, the first episode of You Good uh, Season Three. Um. Yeah. Uh, like two and a yeah, half. How, how long? How long did we do it before? Two years? Did we do it for two years? Something like that. Well, it was like so on and off because like plagues and babies and plague babies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Whatever. Let's, let's call it season season three. All right. Let's call it. Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's call it season three. That sounds good. Well, yeah. So yeah, come, don't forget, guys. You can check out Dylan Jacobus and Lady Marmalade hosting the Open Mic Night at Tavern Off the Green every other Wednesday. And that is, uh, you can follow 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 Tavern Off the Green on their Facebook and their Instagram for updates on that. Yeah, they'll tell you. Oh, for sure. And then you can uh, follow the Exchange in Rockaway, New Jersey, for the open mic night on Monday nights that I host, the Monday Funday open mic night every Monday night. And always check out what's going on at Salt for their music stuff. It is a really great spot. And uh, yeah, this has been a production of You Good. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>